What's up, everybody? It's Chris. Oh, I miss podcasting. It's been a while, and I wanted to get something out to you. In the meantime, while we're on this hiatus, which will hopefully be over soon, and today it's going to be Coach Stories, which is an excerpt from one of our first episodes. Um, I believe it's episode four. This is one of those things I probably should have looked up before I got on the mic, but uh, it says it right there in the episode description, Coach Stories. And uh, I don't know about you all, but it sure would be great to have a really amazing coach right now. And on that episode, we talked about great coaches and how impactful they can be in these moments of your life, how they can help you pivot to other things, open doors, how they can inspire, how they can help you see the best of yourself, in yourself, of a situation. And so Dan, Andy, and I share three of our best coach stories. And uh, we also celebrate Kurt Russell, who gives maybe the best coach speech of all time in uh, Miracle. I think it's definitely in top five. Uh, plus it's Kurt Russell and I mean, he's the greatest, likable, so likable, charming, yet he is one of those guys, he's like weirdly attractive, but also you want him to be your uncle. That's really sounding creepy now, but I think you understand what I'm saying. Guys love him. Girls love him. He can sort of morph into any role and you believe him every single time. I'm not going to sit here and have a conversation with myself about Kurt Russell. Obviously, I miss my pod squad. We'll be back soon, hopefully, and out of this extended hiatus with more episodes for you. But in the meantime, enjoy these coach stories. And then at the end, I tacked down a little original song for you from back in the day, just for fun. If you want to get a hold of us, and I really hope that you do and give us ideas, thoughts that you might want to share, feedback about things that you want to hear, things you don't want to hear. What do you want more of? What do you want less of? Uh, send us an email. There's two places you can send it. One is podjectivity at gmail.com, P-O-D-J-E-C-T-I-V-I-T-Y at gmail, or Chris K. Adams is my website and you can send me an email at hello at chriskadams.com k-r-i-s-k-a-d-a-m-s.com we've got um ideas about membership coming up through patreon but that's still in the works we've got a lot of ideas percolating and i can't wait to share them with you all hope you are all doing really well and uh we'll talk to you soon The Podjectivity Network. I'm going to read you guys True. something from one of my favorite movies. It's kind of off topic, but that's okay. Tell me if you can... Who... 
All right, ring a buzzer. Whoever can recognize the movie first. No, I think you guys will get it within four words. Four words, I'm going to guess. Great moments are born from great opportunity. Hmm. And that's what you have here tonight, boys. That's what you've earned here tonight. One game. Hoosiers? If we played them 10 times, they might win nine. But not this game. Not tonight. It's not Hoosiers? No, it's the hockey one. It's the hockey one. Miracle. Yes. That's Kurt Russell? Best speech ever. (laughs) Yes. Goosebumps. Not tonight. A sucker for that stuff. Oh, it's so good. Whoever well, wrote and that's this the one. sermon. That's the sermon moment yeah. in sports where the head coach has his congregation before the moment and he's like, look, this is what you need to remember. Mm-hmm. Everybody be grounded. Oh. Play for each other. You know, all of these things that, the, you know. Play fearless. So never having been in the men's locker room, did you ever have coaches that were just really, really good at that? Like really good at speeches? I saw some bad ones that were funny. <laughs> really? One guy tried to get really intense by knocking a chair over. Oh. But he didn't like fully. Broke his hand. <laughs> <laughs> Pants fell down. <laughs> he didn't commit. So he just kind of like tipped it over. <laughs> and yeah, another guy within the same program tried to fire people up by saying, you got to be like, imagine that these guys like raped your sister. <laughs> and then everybody's like, whoa, 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 dude. Whoa. And then he was like, oh, coach. Okay. Maybe that was not the best example. Okay. Coach Jablonski, uh it's a little no. dark. You know, some of the best leaders that I had, though, didn't say too much. Mm-hmm. They didn't have to. It was more their demeanor and the intensity that they exuded that we had to meet i um i don't know that i had any great uh i had a lot of coaches i really liked i don't know if any of them were really good orators or had any real inspirational message for me i can't really think of one that that really like brought out the monster or you know what's your best coach moment oh well i don't really know uh well I have, I have one I think I got one uh you go first right, Mr Niederhauser Coach Niederhauser come on Niederhauser uh he was the football Dick coach Dickowitz Dick uh, Niederhauser he was also the track coach okay uh good track dudes shows. real real even keel which was good for me because I'm kind of a super ball and uh in in triumph uh Coach Niederhauser was was a great supporter and a great uh like every the monday uh, the day after every meet uh before practice started we always had accolades what sport was this track oh track okay got it always had accolades he'd he'd go down all the times and all the distances of everything and it all the personal bests you know uh or if we just won or just whatever whatever anybody did lots of accolades he was always about the positive and uh and then another great moment I had with him was uh, I got caught drinking at lunch when I was a Oof. senior, and I was pretty. Uh, I'll have to bring my letter jacket in one of these times so you can see all the hardware that I've got on it from track. <laughs> it's heavy, isn't it? And I yeah, can and you I was your trophies too. By the time I was a senior, <laughs> I was pretty studly at uh, the high jump and uh, whatever various events. 
I got in trouble. Uh, I drank at lunch. And, you know, imagine that. I didn't keep a great poker face, and I got caught, like, immediately. Schnapps? Was it and schnapps? So, no, it was uh, whiskey of some sort. Ooh. Either a wow. Jim Beam or a Southern Comfort in the Hardee's Coke, like, right oh. on the top. And um, when the shit came down on that, which is, like, in school suspension for some X number of days, and also I uh, couldn't be on National Honor Society, and uh, I lost X number of track meets off oh. the beginning of my season. Yeah. And he was very, like, uh, he, you know, I was expecting to, like, get yelled at, and he didn't. Huh. And he just, like, put his hand on my back and was just like, Dano? Empathy. Empathy. In a, in a, in a, in a world of Catholic fire yeah. and brimstone, where you, to borrow from uh, Reverend Lovejoy, you will eat not but burning hot coal and drink not but burning hot cola. <laughs> Empathy in a time like that where I was in all this trouble. I broke the rules. It was humiliating. The easiest thing to do would have been like you, jackass. Just heap on the discipline because that's right. Know, and he standard line there. Not a second. Not a second of that. It that was just is like interesting. Just like a man. You really you really blew it. That is really too bad. Because you're gonna miss this meet, this meet, and this meet, and those ones you really had a, you really could have done some things and blah blah. So he was kind of like laying it on, but he was doing it in a very gentle, positive, uh, turning these lemons into lemonade kind of way. Yeah, like a, like a good coach does. This isn't the end of your life. We've Learn still from got this. Wow. Build on this. And he don't let this define all this kind of stuff. You know. He probably knew that you might not hear that from anyone else. He maybe he did. Maybe you know. He knew. Sure, that's that's the nice balance that a coach can make. You know, mm -hmm. the parents can take the hard line, and then you know, you know, the coach can say, "Well, you know, you're all right," or vice versa. You know, the coach that, can be a hard ass, and the parents can be like, "You're better than that." That yeah. was weirdly one of my best coach moments too. I was in gymnastics for a decade, for six days a week, and is that all? <laughs> And, Six uh, days a week, Adams. Uh, I was serious. It's like your mom in church. Uh, could you commit? Yeah. Jesus. And um, there was a coach that um, I didn't particularly like, actually, but I was having trouble. Coach who? Larry. Okay. I don't remember his last name. All the coaches' first names. Terry. Larry. <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> and Barry. <laughs> and Jane. And Paul, who liked to drink vodka and orange juice in the morning. Sure. And Russ. Mm-hmm. That's a coach. Lots of male coaches for girls' gymnastics. Hmm. So anyway, Larry. Yeah. The moment. That might be a different topic. But um, I was having trouble. I Fear was overtaking me. I wasn't, you know, who's that guy? Horace Grant with the yips when he's golfing. Oh, Charles Barkley. Charles Barkley. Thank you. Not Horace Grant. Horace Grant was on the same team, though, right? No, Chicago Bulls. He yeah, was... Charles Barkley. Wasn't he on the Bulls a long no, time ago? No, Sixers is, and Suns. This is Adams, Come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't follow basketball. And Rockets at the end of his yeah. career. Come on. Charles man. Barkley. He's yeah. got the yips. And yep. like once he has them, really? you can't. I know. Yeah, his swing's all fucked up because he's in his head when he's. Yeah. Oh, he's in his head. Okay. He's like swinging. Yeah. Guy can't throw to first. Uh, the guy. He can't do it. Yeah. 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 I get the yes. Okay. Totally. That was me. I okay. couldn't do the skills really? I knew how to do. 
I knew them. How to, my under bo- the bright when it, like at the meet? No, in practice. Oh, geez. It was like some some something happened. I couldn't do the things I knew how to do, and so I was in the locker room feeling sorry for myself, sitting down on the floor, and he comes in to the ladies' locker room and sits down next to me, and was just like, "This is hard." And pretty much that was it. Like, that was the speech. And it was just one of those moments. I didn't particularly like him, but it was one of those moments where you felt like, I'm not alone. I'm going through something. I can't control my performance. And I feel like a good coach can get in there and be like, well, this sucks, but at least you're not alone going through it. And you'll get over it. I mean, some something will shift. Something will change this is a hard day or this is a hard week or month or whatever it is just to have that. Yeah. Coach isn't a, a coach isn't a psychiatrist or a psychologist. Like they can't necessarily fix no. whatever the psychological hangup is between you knowing what to do and executing it. Mm-mm. Like, yeah, that's, that's a lot to ask. Was there more to that before? No, yeah. I was just mm-hmm. thinking of the empathy. Like the, the one moment you remembered is when the coach was not, like inspiring you to like no, is that get goal? out on the field. It was like something, something hard happened mm-hmm. and just to have someone. All of our experiences are pretty lined up. In What's that yours? That, that one more thing, that coach telling you that this is hard and stuff. Um, I wasn't there, but uh, also the, the notion of, you're you're doing something. You're having a hard time because you're out doing something. There's lots of your friends are, aren't doing this. A lot of your, your friends are home watching TV and stuff like that. Yeah. It's there's no there's no shame in it's like Michael having Jordan the yips or whatever because you're out here in the arena trying it. Mm-hmm. So you no shame, man. Head up. Mm-hmm. Respect. Head up, Nath. It was an expression of respect, a little bit to to be by your side and say, hey. Like, this is hard, but I support you because you're trying. Kind yeah. of a, maybe an under, unstated sort of. Yeah. And it was also an acknowledgement of like somehow your mental game factors in in ways you can't understand and control. And it was sort of an acknowledgement of that. Like, you have the physical skills. There's this other thing it's the mental game. And. It's kind of shitty sometimes because you can't and you can't so always turn it around. They're so ill-equipped to really address it. Like I said, you know, no. they don't have degrees. They might be now, though. I wonder if they get like... There's sports psychologists now. Yeah. That's a thing. That's been th- a thing for a while. But like that shit didn't exist when we were kids or whatever. No. Was... Did you have a coach story? Yes. Uh, my high school football coach was named... How's this for a head football coach name? Clint Goodchild. Is that the guy you dressed up as for Halloween sometimes? Uh, he used the inspiration for it. The, the super short shorts? The shorts. He had some short shorts. <laughs> the, the bike shorts. Yeah. Not bicycle shorts, but bike. Yeah, they were like a, almost a polyester. Yes. snaps. With a couple of snaps. Tight shirt with a collar and his just muscles bulging through all of it. Yikes. And then a clipboard stuck in the back of his pants. <laughs> I hope he had a whistle around his neck. Oh whistle like around that. his neck. The, the, the whole the thing. And that's the uniform that he wears even into the winter months or the cold months. It's just his chest hair and his body hair keep him warm. Otherwise, and he had the great a great handlebar mustache. And he was just 
150% man. This guy, you know, such such a man. And and that was what I was alluding to earlier, like not big on speeches, but it was understood you'd better bust your fucking ass mm. every day, every minute, block to the whistle, to the whistle. Mm. Uh, so, and, and you better train and you'd better come into the season in shape. Oh, did they do practice before season? That was the thing. My brother was a senior when I was a freshman and he, I just joined his training regiment, yeah. his training camp, the older generation modeled like, mm. dude, you'd <laughs> yeah. better start getting in First shape. First day or of run- summer vacation. <laughs> We start today, yeah, get yeah. in the weight room. Get in the weight room, yeah. start running, because you are going to fucking die <laughs> if you don't, or yeah. if you come in out of shape. So, yeah, that was kind of the <laughs> level of intensity, and I was so scared. Uh, but it was it it it, w- it became a very empowering thing to just, like, endure it then and, and pass through it and, and earn his respect. That was the ultimate. But long, I'm trying to going to try and make a long story short here. In that, uh, my sophomore year, my parents were getting a divorce. Uh, shit was hitting the fan at home, and I was—I had developed pretty crippling anxiety, and I didn't even know what it was. And I was homebound, and I wasn't making it to practice for the first couple days of practice. And I was just barely making it to school, but I was having panic attacks in school, and it was just—I was a mess. And it was a small town, so he probably kind of knew what was up. Uh, and he just showed up at our house. Really? After, oh after practice one day. Wow. And my mom came up to where I was cowering in my room, freaking out and saying, um, Coach Goodchild's here. I was like, I was like, it was like that scene in uh, The Aviator. A little bit, you know, when when I've seen that when Howard Hughes has to pull himself together oh, from the yeah. movie room where he's collecting his own pee mm-hmm. and testify in front of Congress. <laughs> I had to really it was like just like that. Pretty much, I didn't have the crazy nails yet, <laughs> exactly. Like but that. I did have a lot of jars of pee in the room. No, I didn't. <laughs> but I pulled myself together and I went down to face him, and he was just, you know, his demeanor. It had totally changed from the hard-ass coach to, I'm worried about you. Oh, wow. And, Beautiful. And I want you to know that your teammates need oh. you. And and there's a place for you. Oh, my God. God. You never needed something so bad. Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, the timing of it was... As that. Was, was powerful. Yeah. So, yeah, that was kind of... I'm like almost crying over yeah. here. That's amazing. That's marvelous. Oh, so that's I, I got back into the action and it was horrible in some ways, but in other ways, I'm sure it definitely carried me through that period because you have the camaraderie, you know, and you have the things to celebrate when you win and, Jeez. you know, yeah. So, wow. So Coach Goodchild. I think I've told him. Here's to you, you know, Coach. Yeah. Wow. What a... And just what a the, man move. And the yeah. thought of they coaches are usually teachers, right? right. Yeah, he was totally. like they're there all the time to be to look up your address, be like, yeah, I'm gonna go spend an extra hour at the end of my day or whenever. Like 
I can't even fathom. That is a that's breathtaking. It beautiful. Is. That's a beautiful thing that guy did. Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Goes on the gratitude list. Yeah. That's um, like a lifetime gratitude list thing there. This just keeps going. Um, the use. Uh, that was like a religious, almost act of selflessness. Yeah. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. You know. Yeah. What, sure. what? Where was the? Where was your clergy person at that time? Eating dinner at somebody's house. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Tacos at the Johnsons. What's for dessert? I'll be there at six thirty. <laughs> oh. Nightcap at the Swansons. <laughs> Don't mind if I do. Sit on my lap too. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> all of this stuff. This is um, like that, th- that right there. That story that just happened when Coach Goodchild came over. You've got kids that are 15, 16, and... 16 and 12. 12. You've channeled Coach Goodchild how many times? In that same way when you felt mm, that they needed a little something, you know... Yeah, circumstances I mean, being different or whatever, but you've channeled that when you've seen that in your own kids, your own players, you've noticed when they're not right, when they're, when they're not, something's missing. Right. And when you have to go have that, have a talk like that with them and not to try to fix everything and not to try to, but to that. Yeah. You've got teammates here that, that love you right. and they, you, you are needed here. I, who hasn't? You got to do that stuff. You got to know when but, to do that. I stuff. mean, that's a, that was another dimension to this guy that he didn't ordinarily show, and it's good to have. Which was your? That is the point. Yes. Yeah. Of examples yes. of of men who, even back in that time and in that place, could show some sensitivity, and you know, show a fa- this fatherly level of concern. As much as I love my dad, like. He just kind of wasn't that capable of at the time. And a lot of those guys didn't have access to that sort of And the other half, too, resource. is he's not going to take it easy on you at practice. Oh, God, no. You know what I mean? It's not going to mm. be like, oh, come on, Andy. No. You no. can do yeah, it. You only have to do five laps. No. Everybody else do ten. Tough love. Yeah, no, no, no. Tough love all mm-hmm. the way there. Mm-hmm. But but that moment, you know, just, just a whole change in his demeanor. To show me that, all right, I've got to be this guy when we're on the football field, but I'm also Oh, a so dad. also paralleling like, hey, you're having some pretty intense emotions right now. It's okay. You can have your feelings and be a badass when you play. Like you could see the different levels of A little bit. Just just the fact that, you know, it was eye opening to me that that a man could be multi dimensional yeah. in, in a way. Yes. You know, that he was breaking character mm. for a moment wow. there in a way that I hadn't really seen a guy do before. And it's sort of like the around that time, I've tried to write about this before, where we uh, you had to listen to ACDC. Mm-hmm. Everything else was for pussies. Oh. You know, okay. it was just like, if it didn't rock, it didn't register. It had to be rock and I heard one guy say Stairway to Heaven wasn't a great song because oh, it, it was so soft. <laughs> the ballady right? parts, Dude, you I... know, just soft. And then it only it started to rock, but then it didn't rock long enough and fuck it, you know. This is the kind of... It didn't rock. Isn't it like 14 minutes long or something? Yeah. It didn't rock long enough? 
Just the idea, though, <laughs> that's a multidimensional song is the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. You know, mm. and like, we couldn't wrap our head around that. It had to be balls out all and the you, time, you know, manly, manly, you know, suppress everything else. That sounds really unhealthy. I suppose it was. Thank God for that, Coach.
wanted to trust if I close my eyes and pretend to dream what I see the world isn't what it seems Let's more, more is what I'm telling you. 